0: Welcome to the Haunting or Not podcast, a show that takes an interesting and some would say different approach to explaining hauntings, the paranormal, demonic forces. Are they real hauntings or not? Hi, my name's John J. Wiley. In addition to being a radio host, I'm a retired police sergeant, and I take an evidence-based approach to these stories.
1: And I'm Stephanie Wiley. Yes, we're married and have been for a long time. Some would say that I am more, oh, of the little touchy-feely type. Together, we present haunting or not stories that differ from the majority of other podcasts out there.
0: We are proud to be a show on the Boss Pods Network, a division of Glades Media. Be sure to follow us on Facebook. Look for Haunting or Not. Welcome to another episode of the Haunting or Not podcast. My name is John J. Wiley, and I'm joined by... Stephanie Wiley. And we're doing things a little bit different today. We're talking about... The James Family Farm in Kearney, Missouri. Clay County, Missouri. When I say James, we mean the legendary, the infamous Jesse James and Frank James. The Jesse James Gang. Yeah, and we're doing this a little different today because, well, this story involves reported hauntings, Correct. otherwise we wouldn't be talking about it. It also refers to the lore of the Wild West and criminal behavior, and it also has aspects of the Civil War, which is where they supposedly got their start. So we're going to be talking about that. So what we going to do is we're going to talk about the farm first, the reported hauntings, the ghostly apparitions, and then we'll get into the story about Jesse Frank and, and whatnot. Tell us about this farm. Well, Jesse and his siblings were all born
1: on the farm, lived there with their mom. She had 3 husbands over the course of Jesse's lifetime. That one of the brothers was killed early on. I think his name was Archie, but I'm Yeah, the, uh,
0: Archie. I believe that was the okay. name. I did do a little bit of research.
1: Okay, well you do cuz you're the fact. I know guy. Jesse
0: and Frank. Yes. And I don't know a lot about them, but Archie was killed and an explosion with the involving the Pinkerton detectives from way back in the day. Yep, which, and that one claimed the arm of his mom, mom Zerelda, which by the way is a name I don't think I've ever heard before. Zerelda, did they make that name up or is no. that like come from somewhere?
1: I've never heard it. I'm not even sure the origin of it, and I have never. I wasn't even sure if I was pronouncing it correctly. I, I'm not
0: sure if I'm Zarelda James. So if you look her up, it, she has her own Wikipedia page. So she must have oh, been something. Yeah. And apparently Jesse's father, natural father, which I'll go back to the point of having three husbands in a okay. moment. His natural father was a Baptist minister. Oh. And I don't know if he was harsh. I, I don't know. I know that there's reports that Jesse and Frank had very harsh lives. Yes. However, we I going to say having three husbands... Well, we know people nowadays that have three, four, five five husbands. And my first question is, did you get a clue? They're like, what do you mean? You get a clue that you (laughs) suck at being married? Yes. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's not. Maybe there was, I always picked the wrong type of person. Maybe it's you. Your picker's wrong.
1: You are the common denominator in those marriages.
0: But back then in the early 1800s, people had an incredibly short lifespan. And things that, that are not fatal for us today quite often were then so i'm not surprised that she had multiple spouses
1: yes and of course having other children as well the husband dies she needs another husband it's just how it was back then
0: uh yeah well Probably we know because more we're watching uh queen charlotte the bridgerton story and we know we know it's a fact oh we do we do that when the, the wealthy husband dies
1: you you, have to you're kind of on your own We just love watching anything with different period times, though. I find it fascinating.
0: What gets me out of what's going on today. And by the way, that's why I don't like watching a lot of the news, because what's going on today is just... Not only awful, depressing, but I don't want to talk about that. So what's reportedly happening at the James Family Farm? Quite
1: a few. There have been many, many reports over the years which always seem to pop up as the number one happening that the lights are seen inside that building well after it has been closed and locked up because it was opened as a museum. So this is still going on, that this
0: has been happening. I want you to repeat that. The James Family Farm is an active museum. Correct. You got paid to get into. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So there's a commercial draw to this ghostly thing.
1: Because they want to see the ghosts. (laughs) You know how I feel about ghosts. Why can't you see ghosts for free? I love them. There have been sightings of different movements quickly through rooms, whether you're in it or out. But also, here's the one thing that kind of really scares me and puts the hair on the back of my neck up. The staff, the housekeeping staff, when they're in a room alone, there's an overwhelming sense of another presence. We all know what it feels like when you're home alone and then that feeling that comes over us that someone's there. And sure enough, like you do to me, you which don't I realize did today, by the your way. Your husband you shows up notice. and
0: startles us. You didn't notice. You were in his shower. Yes. Uh, and admittedly, you were doing the shampoo thing. Your eyes are closed and you're trying to rinse it off here. And I'm there, getting a toothbrush and I'm staring at you. And you had no idea I was right there. That was probably the
1: first time in uh-huh. 25 years well, who, that
0: you didn't startle me. <laughs> well, here's a funny thing. But you're not a ghost. I always say this. You know you're married. You yes. know you live with your husband. Why are you shocked when I'm there beside you? Because you just appear,
1: just like ghosts. (laughs) They just appear out of nowhere. It's crazy. I'm a big guy. I'm not noisy uh, when I walk.
0: And maybe that comes, and I always say it comes from police work. You learn to walk quietly because you don't want to announce your presence walking into a possible ambush.
1: No, you don't. You have to be quite quiet, I would think. Well, on very foggy mornings, and this is what I find fascinating. It's always tends to be the foggy
0: mornings. Because foggy mornings are spookier well, than well, regular mornings. Well, I think they are, a well, bit. apparently, you have to have, we'll, we'll talk about this in a moment, you got to have trauma in your life to be, be qualified to be a ghost. And to make yourself, your presence known in a ghostly form, it's got to be super creepy conditions. And what's creepier than foggy mornings? And by the way, sound travels differently in foggy situations. It does. And they
1: do hear, in fact, speaking of voices, hushed voices in the distance. And this is what really gets what me. What are they saying? Restless horses. They can hear the horses moving about. We all know what. You can close your eyes and you can hear those horses. You know that it's a horse.
0: You um, look as a, a city baffled. slicker, I really don't know. If it's not going E-e-e-e, whatever horses sound they make like in the movies. Yes. I don't know. Oh, of course we know what. That's. I don't know the sound of a restless moving horse. Okay, well, I know the the Monty Python with a pum pum pum. There you that go. Part I know.
1: there's something along. I think that's really what they're getting at. Here's, but
0: you see the big picture. Here's what I'm what what I have a problem with. Okay, one person dies traumatically, they become a ghost. Uh, I've made myself very clear about this. There's got to be a screening process somewhere. Someone in charge says, you're not qualified for ghostly encounters. You're not qualified. Oh, you are, because you died some horrendous death, which, by the way, Jesse did. We'll talk about it in a moment. So, therefore, he's qualified he didn't die in a sleep of influenza. He died. He got Shot in the back of the head. So therefore he's qualified. What, what the horses do. I don't. Well, they were
1: part of, they actually transported these criminals. That's well, how when they, they die around.
0: Then all of a sudden there's like someone come in and say, Oh, by the way, you get to be a ghost because you had Jesse James on your back, but you did well, not. So you don't get to be a ghost. Uh, I don't believe that there's a checklist uh, at all. <laughs> but decides, I do. Who decides who gets to be a ghost? Someone's got to be. I
1: make, think they do. I think the individual that stays around,
0: I do believe that. Okay, they get to decide yes, that they're going to be a ghost. All but, right. Why are the horses all of a sudden not given the opportunity to choose themselves? They want to stay done. with
1: their people. I don't know. Animal spirits. Thing. That's a whole nother topic Uh, that we don't have time for, but you seem very, very. I'm mm, skeptical.
0: I'm really skeptical of this. And the main reason I'm skeptical of this is because there's money making involved in it.
1: Well, prior to the museum opening, there were sightings and there were these. And then someone said,
0: hey, let's create a museum and let's charge. $1.50 dollar fifty to get indoors, and we'll make a ton of money because we got ghostly hauntings Places that we can tell people about. do that all over. I'm right. And my point is, I think
1: a lot of them are bogus. It's because I would like to see the ghosts, and I want to go on the tour because they
0: know where they're located. I would like to know if anybody listening has gone to the Kearney, Missouri, to the uh, James Family Farm, mm-hmm. to the museum, and seen Andy's ghostly encounters. I would love for them Here's where you go to jeffepods.com. That's j e f e pods.com. Locate our show page, and you can send us a voicemail, or you can send me a mail, a message. Either way, send would up our email love newsletter. I to want hear. to know what you saw if you were there.
1: I would love to speak to somebody as well. In fact, if it was closer, I would take a day trip, but not out to Missouri.
0: I think that's a little bit far. It's it little, is. We're in South Florida. It takes almost a day just get out yes. of Florida. We're
1: not going to do that, but yeah. I would like you. I'm very interested on in a first hand account.
0: All right. Well, isn't there a place in Missouri or one of those connected states where they have the the ghostly road where the cars go backwards yes. uphill? Whoa! We want to turn. We're going to talk more about Frank James, Jesse James, how Jesse died. The legend of Jesse James was it warranted? Was he that much of a bad guy? Are our opinions like me influenced by what you see on television and movies? This is Haunting or Not Podcast. We'll be right back.
2: Discover the exciting world of podcasts at hefepods.com. Immerse yourself in exciting stories, Learn new knowledge and connect with great podcasts in both English and Spanish at hefepods.com. From captivating stories to life advice and much more, there's a podcast for every interest and passion. Be entertained by your favorite radio personalities in both English and Spanish and explore great stories in every podcast. English and the hard-to-find Spanish language podcasts are all at hefepods.com. Don't waste any more time. Find a great English or Spanish language podcast to follow and discover a world of possibilities in your own language. Find the best podcasts at jefepods.com.
0: Welcome back to the Haunting or Not podcast. My name is John J. Wiley, joined by the always beautiful, the always intelligent, kind, caring, supportive partner and spouse.
1: Oh my goodness, Stephanie Wiley. That's (laughs) just something. I'm glad it's recorded I just
0: have a feeling like I'm in big trouble, so I wanted to... Today or every day? Kind of like every day, but (laughs) I just want to be sure it's better safe than sorry. So we're talking about the James family farm in Kearney, Missouri, Clay County, Missouri. That's the birthplace or the family home of Jesse James, Frank James, his mom, Zerelda James. Uh, I believe his brother was was lived there as well, Archie. He yes. died very young. There's a whole lot of backstory. And admittedly, I don't know much about Jesse James. Being a retired police, for some reason, I like to know the stories about different criminals. Jesse James is not one that I know much about. I know a lot of the legend and a lot of that is influenced by what television, I see on movies television maybe. movies. Yeah. For example, the old westerns, uh, you would peri- periodically have a character named Jesse James in there and is always a youngish cocky whippersnapper kind of guy. Uh, whippersnapper? Whippery. Hey, come right. over here, mystery and I'll give you what fur whatever it might be. That kind of guy. A, a real a sort of aggressive kind of character. Now, Jesse James was very rebellious. That's yes. the report. And a lot of people like that name as a stage name because in their mind, it signifies a rebellious character. Yes. When I talk about Westerns, the old Western movies that the character Jesse James would appear in, I know that's fiction. I know the entire story is fiction. So, I don't know if any of this is truthful or not. But I do know that there was the James Younger gang. Correct That Jesse James, Frank James, uh, one of the younger brothers, another were involved in. And they were doing robberies. They They were were doing bank robberies.
1: Well, it wasn't that they formed their gang right away. They were members of various gangs prior to that.
0: But they they got their start actually during the Civil War. Yes, they did. As part of a, a, a renegade kind of paramilitary group called uh, The Bushwhackers. Yes. Now his name we hear a lot of. <laughs> hey, you bushwhacker. I, I got bushwhacked by this whippersnapper. Right. Named Jesse James.
1: But it was his, he and his brother that I think everybody would recall.
0: And I believe if my memory's correct and the research I did, the little bit I know about Jesse James, that he and the other uh, Cole Younger and uh, Frank James and the other Younger James Gang members mm-hmm. were responsible for first commercial bank robbery in the United States.
1: Oh, well, that I did not know. Right. Of course, we know that they robbed stage coaches, right? And
0: they trains. did that as part of what they did during the Civil War. It was trying to disrupt flow of money, ammunition, supplies. So banks, or not so much banks, but trains, stage coaches, all this trying to disrupt the line of. Supply. Well,
1: here's another thing. Across the nation, everyone knew who Jesse James was, and they actually had a lot of sympathy for him. Not everybody, of course, lawmen didn't, because he was kind of like a Robin Hood, if you will. He was known to
0: rob from the rich and give to the poor. Well, the very first bank robbery they did. Which I believe was the first commercial bank robbery in the United States, they netted sixty thousand dollars. That Imagine was back that would be today. In the eighteen hundreds. So wow. yeah, that would be a made. I think the next one was two thousand. So a big difference. I've heard the Robin Hood-esque style of, of stories. Yes. I have never seen any proof of anything like that. In ever. the movie, I saw it. Oh, in a movie. Therefore, <laughs> it had it. you know what the best Western was ever? What? One of my favorites of all time. Which? John Wayne's last Western movie. Oh. The Shootist. Listen to the characters, the, the, the actors in this. John Wayne, Jimmy Stewart. Ron Howard when he was young, wow. Maureen O'Hara. I mean, what if you have cast. not seen it, it was great. And he, uh, John Wayne, apparently was uh, dying of cancer when he filmed this, and that was part of the storyline because Jimmy Stewart played the town doctor and diagnosed his cancer. So that was all part of the storyline. So check it out. It's called the Shootist. I think that's it a came real out western. 1976, that's one of the real westerns, and that came about at the end of what we think of the western, type. Mm-hmm. but. I digress. So Jesse James, Frank James were notorious. They had a lot of notoriety for uh, killing, yes. for robbing, for stealing, for uh, any were kind not of violent crime. No, they're sure. not gentlemen, and they would oftentimes retreat back to the farm. Yeah, and I believe at one point Jesse wanted to spend a lot of time at the Youngers' house. Because he was smitten, and I'm quoting, with one of their sisters. I love that word, smitten. Smitten, Zerelda, bushwhackers, and all that stuff. A lot of words we don't use anymore in this story. But let's fast forward. Towards the end of his lifespan, Jesse James wound up being wanted. And there was laws at the time that they couldn't do a reward from the state. But the person ran for governor saying, we're going to get Jesse James. So he got the railroad and someone else to post a, a reward. That's right. And it was like $5,000. A lot of money. And Jesse got lured to her house by some of his so-called gang members. That is what surprised me the most. And then he saw, a, a the story is, a dusty photo. He laid down his guns and he went to go ahead and start cleaning the photo and he got shot in the back of the head by one of his gang members. Yep. So he died a violent death. Yes, he did. Hence, he's qualified to be a ghost. Yes, there goes your checklist
1: once again. And I do believe that most of the ghosts their ghost stories and hauntings that we can find very easily and are spoken about much more are the ones of violent deaths. Because I, I think they're just so uneasy that they can't find their final resting place.
0: Which really got me thinking. On the way over to the radio station to, to record this episode, the Haunting or Not podcast, we started talking about wartime. Yes. We started talking about like the the, the Civil War, battlefields like Gettysburg, Antietam. How where, many deaths? I mean, th- thousands I don't even and remember thousands the of people died. Horrible deaths. There's got to be reportings of, of, of ghosts and sightings. And not just in the battles, but in town. I've heard stories that we will oh, talk about in later episodes a lot of tales especially around halloween and don't get me wrong i love a good ghost tour i love i love we've going on some. we've been on US yes. was a great one yes of course the Saint whole time Augustine. i'm like yeah no this is not real
1: i just had to put headphones on or earplugs because <laughs> you kept saying that i was fascinated with them but i love
0: i love a good scare i really do and there's something that. about this that I... You still are very skeptical about many, well, many here's, things. Well, here's the thing that gets me about the James family farm. I can understand if there's a ghost. Yes. I can understand it being Jesse James. I can understand that. Maybe Archie, I can understand as well. Okay, so, so the is- two hushed voices there. Where I really have a problem with is sounds of muffled gunfire and restless horses, that's the thing. Like, okay, if you're a ghost, where do you get a gun from? And by the way, how do you get a gun to make a sound when you're a ghost? That I do not know. That doesn't make a whole lot I of ghostly sense you. in my book. Then the horses. If they I believe had, that, how did they get? How did they get roped into this ghostly oh, thing? Oh,
1: no pun intended. No pun intended. Okay.
0: Corraled into this yes. ghostly. You are here. Your hose. Your. <laughs> you are a horse ghost. Well, I
1: believe that animals also have a soul, and so their spirit is about
0: if I they agree. choose. But I think, unlike a lot of people, that they don't have a need to get resolution or resolve their life mission before they pass. Perhaps not, but perhaps. And this whole concept of the unsettled spirit or unsettled soul that was taken from us too soon due to an act of violence— whether it be self-inflicted suicide or murder by someone else that they become instant ghosts. I I don't see that with animals. You're I just don't see that. You're taking it a little
1: too far. You know how bonded our animals can become with us. Yes. So wouldn't it make sense that they want to stay along with us even after death?
0: Here's the that what the challenge that I have for I people. To... Okay. For people who are more intimately familiar with the story of the James family farm and the the hauntings and the sounds of muffled voices on foggy days or foggy mornings and the restless horses, find out whether or not the horses died years before Frank and Jesse did. Because Jesse was killed by himself inside a house. There's no horse horse involved. He had a horse. I don't know about the horse. No word did it say in Wikimediaville. All right.
1: Let's just agree to disagree on that particular. Here's
0: what the challenge for people who have been to the James family farm in Kearney, Missouri, Clay County, Missouri.
1: We want to know what you think. Oh, please do. Yes. Did
0: you encounter any of this? And I'm not going to treat you bad. I promise I won't. No, I may not believe it.
1: But I would love to hear a first-hand account of your personal experience,
0: and I give a lot more credence, a lot more weight to the report of someone who is not connected with the business. I I understand that. My thing: a lot of these hauntings, I believe there are some. I don't believe that most hauntings are malicious.
1: No, I I don't don't believe they
0: intend us any harm. Uh, I but I think that a lot of these hauntings are either really blown out of proportion so or made up for commercial purposes so i think there's a lot of hype involved the question is the james family farm in kearney missouri clay County, missouri is it a haunting or not thank you for joining us on the haunting or not podcast if you enjoyed the show please do us a huge favor tell a friend or two or three remember to follow us on Facebook. Keep track of what's going on, upcoming episodes, past episodes, and more. On Facebook, look for Hunting or Not. We'll be back in just a few days with a new episode. Until then, see ya.